the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black. Joining me now, Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst, Briefing.com. After his after my show ends at 9 a.m. Pacific time, I cut and post his spot. So uh, find it online, and you can find it at Twitter. You can find it at Rob Black Show. You can find it at... Uh, YouTube, Rob Black Show, Facebook, I Hate Rob Black, and pass it around. Anyway, how are you, Mr. O'Hare? Hey, Rob, I'm doing fine, thank you. Um, always my favorite segment of the week. I get to talk with the chief market analyst and get to talk about my favorite thing, the markets. Um, how are the markets doing? Well, they're doing pretty darn good, all things considered. Uh, you have these major indices that are uh, you know, trolling along at uh, record highs, um, and a NASDAQ that's uh, at a 14 plus year high, um, and essentially you have a market that just continues to um, uh, continue to move with a bullish bias. Uh, we saw that even you know last week where you had a uh, ability to bounce back from some um, uh, you know or the sizable losses of late, and uh, and the market just will not uh, go down to any uh, great degree. It's funny that you said the Nasdaq's at a 14-year high. It's been a long time since those speculative frothy days. Remember the term froth? I do. <laughs> so. I'm hearing it more and more these days, too. That's fair. That's fair. Um, with that said, let's bring in um, – I want to play you some audio clips and get your response because it, I think it has a direct tie to froth. This comes from CNBC yesterday with Rick Santelli freaking out on air. Let's play clip one. Those young demographics don't have money, they don't have jobs, they're living in their parents' basement, and less than half of Americans own stock portfolios. So who exactly are we helping here? Let's play clip two. The traders in Chicago never contributed one penny to the credit crisis. Not one penny. I'm not sure what that... Not one penny. I'm not sure how that has anything to do with what I just said, but it sounds good. This is the model. This is the model. Okay. So Rick Santelli is, I think, one of the smartest people on CNBC, and I, I don't really like CNBC. I'd much rather talk to you. But that was damn entertaining yesterday. He freaked out, flipped out, walked off set, came back on. Um, he's kind of anti-Janet Yellen. He's kind of, in, and I'm putting words into his mouth, he kind of wants the economy to do what the economy is going to do. He doesn't really like the Fed doing monetary policy. What did, you, did you see his meltdown yesterday, or is this so out of context for you? I did. I, I watched it live, and then I, I watched it again because <laughs> um, it was uh, certainly entertaining. Uh, and uh, and I would agree with you. You know, I think he's a, a really really smart guy who uh, has a lot of um, you know very good analytical perspective. Um, he's obviously concerned about what you know the Fed's monetary policy might 
produce. Uh, and as his uh, his on-air rival Steve Leisman pointed out, though, all of the things that uh, Mr. Santelli has been warning about for the last five years have yet to come to pass, uh, i.e. that the monetary policy is going to lead to much higher inflation, uh, that there would be no demand for our bonds once the Fed, you know, stepped back or dialed back its asset purchases. Um, so, you know, Leisman had obviously a very uh, good uh, counter argument to be made. Now, time is ultimately going to be the judge here as to whether Mr. Santelli's views do pan out. Um, and until you get this wage growth pickup and and banks starting to lend more freely and consumers wanting to borrow that money that they're willing to lend, um, you know, the inflation argument probably will continue to be struck down uh, because you're not seeing it being sustained. You're getting some transitory influences from higher food costs, higher energy costs. uh, But without those two elements there, higher wage growth, stronger loan demand, uh, then it does make some sense that inflation pressure should should remain in check, despite what the Fed has done thus far. What did you think about his comment on who are we helping? Because he kind of went off on people who are living at home, coming out of college, living at home. They're, they don't have 401Ks. I have a 401K, and I looked at it yesterday, Pat, and it was like at an all-time high, and I'm thrilled. I couldn't yeah. be happier. There is kind of a divergence, and it, to me, there is some truth that, you know, Right now, you're almost ignorant, and this is just a me commentary. You're almost ignorant if you're not in the stock market with this cheap money that Janet Yellen's providing the stock market or, or the capital markets. Um, who are we helping? Is it a case that – do you agree that I'm like – you almost have to be in the markets? Or is that like – maybe that's, that's the – now there's going to be a correction tonight or tomorrow. Yeah, right. So, well, no, I think I think you know you're right, Rob. I mean, and, and it is kind of what uh, you know I've been saying for a while as well is that you know you can, and I've been critical of the Fed policy as well. Um, I'm worried that it will lead to some you know unintended consequences, the timing of which are exactly unknown. But um, you know you're asking a whole lot of the Fed, given its extremely aggressive policy, to get its timing right in terms of you know extracting some of that liquidity to prevent you know runaway inflation or or financial bubbles within the stock market certainly from from popping or um but it it it's it is the the issue of the day i mean the fed is basically telling you to go buy stocks and it has done that since 2009 it has interest rates at zero um it it is forcing you into these higher yielding instruments and those people who have you know, basically uh, have not been scared out of the stock market by what happened in 2000 and what happened again in 2008, uh, have indeed benefited handsomely. Now, who is this really helping? That's been one of the criticisms all along, too, though, is that because the Fed's policy has created a real divide between Main Street and Wall Street. You know, if you're participating on Wall Street, you most likely have done quite well. But the fact of the matter is, is that under 50% of you know, people uh, actually own any stocks. And so there's a great uh, bit of uh, disparity there in, in that a good chunk of the United States uh, is not participating in this tremendous bull market run because they don't have any, um, uh, any you know, cash in the game, so to speak. And so, uh, so they're being left behind, and you're seeing that divide develop between the millennials uh, Mr. Santelli had referred to uh, and, uh, you know, those older, 
you know, wiser, if you will, individuals who have will, been willing and able to ride out this, this you know, vol- these volatile periods within the stock market. Now let's change the commentary and go back to something a little less. I, I'm not. I, I don't even know how to say this. Like that's to me almost discouraging how uh, negative that got yesterday. But it does show you that you know CNBC is in the business of yelling, and Patrick O'Hare is in the business of analyzing. Um, what do you analyze? What are you seeing out there that's important today? Right. Well, kind of you know along the same lines. What I recently wrote for the Big Picture column on Briefing.com was a a perspective about how well these you know dividend paying stocks have done, and particularly the dividend aristocrats. Those are companies in the S and P 500 that have increased their dividends for at least 25 consecutive years. So these are essentially the best of the best. They offer not only dividend payments, but reliable dividend growth. And that's a really important component for income-seeking investors out there. But having said that, uh, keeping things consistent with my recent market view, where I've said that I'm not all that enthused by the near-term risk-reward dynamic and that it might be advisable to go ahead and consider, you know, taking some, some profits, maybe not selling out of, you don't sell out of these core positions, but you certainly take some money off the table. Um, it, Everyone is kind of saying the same thing, right? You don't have any other alternative but to go into the stock market. And to that end, if you want total return, you go into these, you know, uh, very robust dividend payers. But, you know, what that does is everyone's leaning in the same direction. And so you get this multiple expansion that does create added risk for price corrections down the road. And they could be material in the event that you get a stock market dislocation uh, driven by, you know, purely emotional selling or what have you. But um, so just one piece of advice, I'm not saying to sell out of these names altogether, but to go ahead and be prudent here and look at those stocks that have made big runs and perhaps take some money off the table and, and, and then look to reallocate that later once the, you know, I think that the market is certainly overdue for, for a pullback, if not a correction, and then, you know, reallocate that accordingly. So that's one area of advice, uh, one point of advice I've been making of late. And, and obviously I'm going to continue to watch, uh, how the earnings reporting period, uh, unfolds here. Okay. With that said, you know, it's, um, it's going into earnings season. What would make you more bullish? What would make you more bearish? And maybe you don't want to answer that in two minutes or less. Yeah, well, you know, I think what, what would you know, make me more bullish is that you see uh, quality earnings growth, you know, not uh, earnings per share growth that's been engineered primarily through, uh, you know, share buybacks uh, or which has been the result of, you know, lower tax rates and, um, uh you want quality there. You want to see it uh, being top line driven, really. Um, and uh, I think, you know, case in point this morning, I think you had J.P. Morgan Chase coming out. They beat estimates, and, and we get yet another lesson of kind of how silly earning season is here right now because the, the headlines are going to trumpet just how, how great the report was. You know, they beat by 16 cents. Um, their investment banking revenue did not decline nearly as much as people had worried about. But the fact of the matter is on a year over year basis, you know, JP Morgan saw a decline in, you know, net income, they saw a decline in revenue, they saw a decline in earnings per share. So it wasn't really a strong report if you ask me. It was a strong report relative to the expectations going into the uh, report. But from a fundamental standpoint, there's certainly a lot of room for improvement there, uh, because they're looking at year over year declines across a number of their their 
core business lines. So um, you have to make those types of distinctions here. And what I would like to see is some real quality earnings growth driven by top-line revenue growth, perhaps turning a little bit more uh, bullish here uh, uh, beyond the summer months. Thank you so much for putting up with me. It's Patrick O'Hare. He's Chief Market Analyst at Briefing.com, independent live market analysis. He writes great pieces. That piece on... AM 1220 KDOW traffic. A new action. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.